Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today's choice was mine, and it was Samurai Flamenco. It originally came out in October 2013. It ran for 22 episodes. And a main producer for this was Aniplex and Fuji TV, which are ones that we tend to watch a lot of. And for the studio was uh, Manglobe. Now, the genres were action, comedy, parody, and superpower. And I would actually argue that even for the last five episodes, you can even include mystery into that if you wanted to. Confusion. Confusion. All right. Thriller. Thriller. Sure. Confusion. Now, you mentioned it was 20, 22 episodes. Yes. Said? That's about 12 episodes too long, in my opinion. I think that it would have been an amazing 10 or 11, 12, maybe even 13 episodes if you wanted to throw an OVA in there. Because the last, mm, I'd say nine and nine or 10 episodes could have easily been covered in one one OVA, one hour long OVA. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would honestly have to agree with you there. Uh, to say the least, uh, this show was uh, weird. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I would also say that it kind of reminds me a lot of Gurren Logan. No. Yeah. Well, okay. So for half of the episode, yeah, I, I can see that. No, 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 not not that was half the series. I would say after episode 18. All right, fine. From there up to episode 18. I mean, sorry, from from there down. Yeah, I could I could see it going that route. After that, it just uh, a short, a short overview would be a model who has everything going for him, decides to be a superhero for no reason. And things just keep escalating to the point of. I thought that he hit his head early on and this was a delusion he was suffering. Well, I would honestly argue that it's not even for no reason because our main protagonist, Hazuma, he has been obsessed with superhero shows ever since he was a child. So it's not from anywhere. He's always wanted to do it. Um, and it makes sense. But what I mean is like, it looks like he hit his head and his delusion became his reality. Mm. Yeah. But then you learn at like episode 18, that's not really the case at all. <laughs> in, instead, it, what you learn is that he, he was saying uh, flamenco wrong. It was supposed to be flamenco with a W in there. And it's actually a special word that has a point with six zeros and a 2% chance of granting anyone their wish. And it just so happens he is that, that chance. Him saying it was that chance in so many words. And so it, the universe spoke and it answered his call 
of him wanting to be a hero and it just kept giving him uh challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge for him to become that superhero well i i would say that you also have to deal with the the law of probabilities because even though it was 0.601% a chance or 2% i think it was uh, a chance of it granting a wish when you say it as many times as he did i think law of probability says at least once you're going to get where it's supposed to be you're you're going you're to land on that number uh not not even close with the number of chances uh, <laughs> or or with the number of times he says it i mean like he has a better chance of getting struck by lightning than he does of of actually have it landing on that chance. I don't know. Oh, he said it. He said it in this anime in the in these twenty two episodes more than I've said it my entire life. And even then, you wouldn't have come even close to the chance of landing on it. I mean, like the 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 sheer probability of it is just astronomical. I will and, agree he's super lucky because he's already a model. Think about it. He, he's super lucky and he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just just fun. Super fun. I mean, like, am I am I wrong in my assumption that he's an idiot? I mean, no. like, that's the feeling that I got. No, like it. It's frustrating. After episode 12, it was frustrating because it just it just didn't feel genuine it felt like a really badly written drama and so i think what you're getting at is at the beginning it was kind of a story of a model that wants to go out there and do some good and and he comes across this cop goto and he's actually kind of helping him out a little bit and instead it decides to go it decides to go hey, let's make this 90-degree turn here for no apparent reason and just go off the deep end and shoot off this ramp and see what happens. And it's and you kind of have to go along for the ride. And then when you <laughs> land, you're like, oh, look, there's this there's random... Yeah, there's another <laughs> jump, and it goes into a cave. Let's do that, and it does that. So you go from him being like a... A real moron slash idiot to him being a moron slash idiot that's now going out there keeping the streets safe and there's a, a, a you know a support hero uh, Mara with her friends her her pop idol friends they're going out there fighting guys and kicking people in the nads. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't mention that, I'm going to have to. Mara has a fetish. I don't know why, but if she beats you down and you're a dude, she's going to kick you in the balls repeatedly. And it's kind of funny because at the end, like towards the end, she goes, you should do it because they want you to. And I'm over here thinking, no, no, not only no, but hell no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) when she encounters the same bad guys over and over, they start wearing cups, which makes me think they don't want it either. Yeah, exactly. And it's <laughs> it's something that she just doesn't like. Oh, but it, it's kind of her fetish along the side, along with uh, she also has a fetish for guys in uniforms and she has this thing yeah. for Goto. But Goto's off his rocker and you don't find that out till much later on towards the end, too. Yeah, that's that. That felt like an add on a little bit because 
it, while I was watching it, I'm like, maybe I should skip an episode or two, but I really want to see his girlfriend. Like if they, if they show that up, they're going, if they, if they do like a slice of life mid season episode where they recap and he's telling his girlfriend all about the stuff that's happening. I kind of want to see that because he's going on and on about her a lot. And the thing that made that, the thing that makes uh, Samurai Flamenco popular was him chasing after a dude who stole uh, his girlfriend, you know? Yeah, his uh, girlfriend's umbrella. And it's really, really just, once you get to that point, you're like, well, so we have an idiot. We have a guy that's uh, off his rocker. And then we have someone that's obsessively beating guys in the nads. Because you find out that his girlfriend really doesn't isn't real. Like she disappeared years ago. And he's been actually texting himself the whole time. I would honestly say that's the biggest uh biggest twist out of the whole thing out of it than everything else. Makes no sense to me. I mean, why not? Like I said, it, it goes on this path and then it makes a 90 degree turn, goes to a jump and it goes to another jump that goes down a tunnel because, you know, now you're actually fighting real monsters. And from there, you go to a power power ranger esque feel. And from there, you have a bunch of other superheroes come into existence which then you decide to go down this random path of, well, now everyone's turning against the superheroes and guess what? Now we're going to have this alien and this alien is alien flamenco and this alien's trying to take over just Japan. Why? I don't know. And the only person that was actually going to be able to stop him was the prime minister because the prime minister is actually a superhero with powers based on <laughs> approval ratings. And yeah, then they're able dude. to actually stop the alien because Hazuma is an idiot and he doesn't want to transform and he ends up transforming and then they, they fight on the moon. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the all, all you know, this, uh, other worldly being or, or, or body of the universe or whatever talks to him and says, this is all done because you wanted this to happen because you said the magic word. And so basically all the things that happened, all the bad stuff happened because he actually wished for it to happen subconsciously. <laughs> and then yeah. it, it, gets it gets better. He becomes the top front runner for world leader. <laughs> you can't make this up. You, you just can't. You, you really can't. And one of the things, though, and I'll, I'll give it credit for this, is that it did tie back in to like episode two. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know how I feel about that. But yeah, it it, it was a good closure goes it was a good anime as far as consistency goes it uh it was well because he was on a very linear path he was he was going in one direction and everything that he did was to help him step forward to help him grow as a person as a character as a role model and at the very end you find out he's never loved anybody like in a relationship 
And eh, I don't know. It's frustrating because they could have gone a hundred thousand different ways, but their reason that a normal world decided to go off in this wacky place because his opponents were just regular people like jaywalkers, people smoking in a non-smoking area, alcoholics and like publicly drunk alcoholics um, and just these petty crimes. And then when he believed himself to be worth more than that, his opponents suddenly became more than that. He moved to a larger city and then instead of people, he started fighting legit monsters. And I couldn't help but think this is Power Rangers straight up. And then he went from monsters to who would blow themselves up to alien kind of monsters that would get large, just like the Power Rangers. And he assembled a group of people where he was the Red Ranger, essentially. (laughs) And they now have five different machines that I swear need to be copyrighted because I feel like they're infringing on, you guessed it, the Power Rangers. (laughs) And they combine to do Power Ranger stuff and to kill bigger people. And after they slash them with their sword, for some weird reason, they blow up and in my head, I'm, I'm going, if this is supposed to be a real scenario in this in this whole thing, they're destroying large buildings and they get bigger. How come they're not getting bigger to begin with? How come they're not doing other stuff to begin with? And I don't know. It's just, for lack of a better term, it is predictably boring. All right. Uh, I would have to agree. It is pretty predictably boring. For the exact same reasons that we both just stated. It's 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 this constant progression of very it being a very linear story. Um one of the things though I have to actually say is uh the red axe that dude <laughs> is epic. He's very 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 epic. And he reminds me of like a cowboy slash samurai slash martial art. Like, like he reminds me of Chuck Norris. Yeah, I was going to say an old timey Chuck Norris or old timey action hero. But yeah, Chuck Norris, that's well, his ego might be a little smaller. I mean, Chuck Norris's ego might be a little smaller than this guy's. Well, I mean, like he does Red Axe. He can hear things four times better than the average person and see things 12 12 times times. better than the average person. So just saying, I don't know. It's uh, and then at the very, I would say the climax of the entire series, he Flamenco meets the universe's will. And that's when you're told about parallel universes and all that other stuff. But the thing that kind of just made me let me down is the universe goes, if you want to go back to this world, like nothing ever happened, we'll just copy all this to a DVD and present it in another universe as a fiction. And he puts it on a wall. I, I assume it's a, he puts it on a wall next to a bunch of other animes or movies or, or whatever you want to call them. And I was like, he's in a blockbuster. The universe is in a blockbuster. Yep. That's it. Exactly. The universe is in a blockbuster. If anyone even remembers blockbuster anymore, because blockbusters (laughs) don't exist anymore. Uh, I mean, like, honestly, what we're, what he's in is in, uh, 
he's in a Netflix or a Redbox or yeah, take your pick. Netflix and chill. Yeah. He the and that's where the superhero portion of it ends. And it goes into kind of the mystery portion of it or the thriller. Cause then he runs into a kid he ran into in like episode two, just to kind of loop back. And this kid is completely and utterly infatuated with Hazuma. Like creepily so. Yeah. In fact, he even had his parents fake his own death so he can focus in on Hazuma and make it so that way he would become his uh, nemesis. I don't know. My parents would never do that to me for me, no matter how many times I asked. Yeah, I, I can honestly say that my parents would never fake my death for me ever like at all. In fact, they would they wouldn't fake my death for me. They would murder me. So <laughs> yeah, right. Like you want to die that bad? I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Let it be my responsibility. Yeah, no kidding. Um with the ending being really really awkward. So with the ending, it's basically Hazama trying to learn what love is and him standing in front of Goto and and in front of the kid who's completely infatuated with Hazma naked and him actually proposing to Goto <laughs> to try and bring Goto back to some sense of sanity saying, I'll if marry me, I will do everything your girlfriend was supposed to do. And Goto got, I, I like his character. Cause he's like, you're a dumb virgin. Yeah. And he's like, wait, you're not. Flink was like, wait, you're not <laughs> just <laughs> not only confirming it, but you know, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, like, honestly, and that's that's the whole antics. Now, it does have its comedic moments, it does have its points where it's just like, yes, I get that, or that's funny, or or you're you know, you're following it, and it's like got a pretty decent story for maybe. A quarter of an episode, and then the rest of it just like kind of falls apart for me. Yeah, but I liked it. Like I, I didn't want to, and I, I'm not gonna. Lie, I did fall asleep to an episode. I had to watch like three times to get through. But it wasn't bad. No, it was decent to say the least. It was uh, it was hard to get through. I'm not gonna lie. It was actually really hard to get through. But once you get through it. And you look back on it, and it's like, man, it's actually not that bad of a show. Would I ever watch it again? Hell no, but... <laughs> well, see, this is this is one of the anime that I wouldn't mind watching as it came out. You know what I mean? Like, I would probably skip, I would say, an episode or two and let them build and then binge that. But if I had to watch all 22 episodes again in a week, I'm not sure that... I know I could, but I don't know that I would. Right. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, and it was very hard just to get through it in and of itself. I don't know if I could have it be on a weekly basis, because it was just, (laughs) it was hard. It was rough. It was good. The journey to get there at the end was okay, but it was rough. One thing I did appreciate, though, the animation. Consistent all the way through. Uh, I would would disagree. Really? Really? Yeah, there were Give a couple parts. Well, uh, so some of the cars 
Like, especially when they were running away, they decided to go CG for that. <laughs> and then there were a couple of spots where they just, it kind of felt like they, they dropped the ball on the animation a little bit. Like, they just didn't want to go into too much of it. And it, it kind of gave this, like, uh, 70s vibe to it, to the animation a little bit in a couple spots. I guess I could see that. So, I mean, I mean, overall, it was good. It was a clean animation, but there were some spots where it was just like, eh. You guys could have done better. And it was in the middle, too. It wasn't like it was at the beginning or the end. It was in the middle. So it's like someone decided to just like kind of wake up halfway through their shift to go, oh, right, I need to finish this and then finish it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's unfortunately, I kind of feel like that's been the MO. Yeah. For this whole thing. Yeah. I'm really not sure if there's much more we can say about it. Honestly, there's really not. I mean, like for it being a 22 episode show, there's really not much. It's just basically pretty bland. I, I feel like it was a pretty bland story. So I, it, since uh, we're going to go ahead and just go right into a rating for this, I got to go with a five out of 10. Pretty At, average. Pretty average. It has a story. It's not horrible. Not horrible. But it's it's average, and it wouldn't be anything that I would actually watch again. It might be a show that I would recommend to someone if they wanted to, you know, kind of watch a superhero-esque show without it being too superhero-y, and to get a kind of a laugh out of it. I mean, that, that would be about it, though. Okay, that's fair. My... Uh... I would say about the same. I'm going to have to agree with you. Good to watch once. Decent enough story in smaller increments. And I just wish it didn't feel... I, I wish it didn't feel predictable and campy. Because when it when it started to go along the route of, well, we've got these... We have the four kings. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Well, we have the 64 gods and the <laughs> 947,000... You're like, how many people are there? Well, there's 64,000 total against five people. No. That seems fair. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, at that point, that's why they brought in all the other heroes that have ever existed. And at that point, that's when you realized, wait a minute, these heroes aren't just TV show heroes. They're real live heroes. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Still a lot so armor. <laughs> Seriously, though. Oh, man. So. Again, five. five All right. I five think. for you. That's a five for me. I mean, I understand this episode's really short, but honestly, there was not much substance in this show. It was kind of mind numbing all the way through. The And that's about it. It was it's funny. It had its moments. But what else can we say? Yeah, that's true. I believe mm, I believe it's my turn next, right? It is. Well, I'm going to go with one that uh, is only 12 episodes long. Um, I liked it. I recently saw it. I'm going to watch it again. It is Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered, but overly cautious. Have you ever heard, seen that? I have, and I got to say that is a great show. I personally love that show because it takes Isekai in an entirely new direction. That is awesome. <laughs> well, the reason I'm I'm choosing this is I'm hoping it'll make up for the blandness of this last one. Indeed. Uh we can we can only hope. <laughs> we yeah, we can only hope. 
if you feel like we missed something uh, in Samurai Flamenco, or if you feel like we didn't even touch on it enough and you want to hear a more in-depth discussion, which I pray you don't, but if by <laughs> chance you do, you can always reach out to us at FeaturedAnimePodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at those anime guys. We also have a Discord uh, set up. You can reach us on there. We're always in there. We're always uh, talking and sharing memes with everyone. And we even have a Facebook set up. Uh, it's a featured anime podcast for that. And until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. And we'll see you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.